Welcome to the Intimate Conversations with Deatra Simpson podcast, where we talk about relationships, spirituality, life lessons, and all things that are possible. Today, we're going to talk about relationship with your past. Now, I know over the last four weeks, I've been talking about relationships uh, in the first episode of our second series, Heal and Break Free. I talked about relationship with self and then the following week, relationship with pain and then last week, relationship with fear. And so today we are going to be talking about relationship with your past. These relationships are significant in how we show up in our day-to-day lives. And that is essentially why we are talking about relationships with different internal components within us. So relationship with your past. This really has to do with how we view our life experiences and how we tell the story of the things that we've been through in our lives. How you tell the story of what you experience will determine your attitude, your mood, how you interact in relationships with others, how you believe the world sees you, how you believe others see you, and even how you see yourself. So the relationship that we have with our past is a very important relationship. And in the work that I do with my clients is really helping them to transform that relationship that they have with their past, especially if the way in which they tell the story to themselves about what they've experienced keeps them trapped in their trauma or keeps them trapped in their pain or their fears, then usually it starts with events that took place while you were growing up. That's always the starting point. For me, for example, when I was five years old, my dad came home and said he was leaving. I was jumping up and down on his lap while we were sitting on the couch saying, no, daddy, don't leave. I don't want you to go. And my dad said, baby, I got to go. And I internalized that as there was something I did that was wrong. And that's the story that I told to myself in secrecy for over 20 years, that there was something about me that was not good enough for him to stay. Because at five years old, I didn't understand that going to prison, meaning that he couldn't do anything about it. He could not do anything about it. Once he got caught, he had to see it through. So at five years old, that's the story I told to myself, that my daddy don't love me because there's something I did that was wrong that made him leave. And then as I got older, that belief in that story about my past turned into, well, you know what? Men just leave. Because of course, as a teenager, I needed my dad desperately and he wasn't there. And so that story of there was something wrong with me turned into all men leave because I was angry at my dad for not being there. I was angry at my dad for not being available for me. 
And when my dad got out of prison, I believe this was the second time I was 14 years old. And at 14 years old, I had to send a man to prison. So imagine being a young girl who grew up without her dad, who was violated by a man and still needed her dad, but he was not available to her. And so I was like, yeah, all men leave. And that was the story I told to myself. So then coming into a young woman and wanting to have a companion in my life, living and fulfilling the prophecy in my life that all men leave was playing against me. And I was sabotaging opportunities to have healthy, loving relationship with men left and right. Because that relationship with my past through how I told the story of my experience, it left me angry, bitter. It calls for me to not be able to see good in men. Not only that, I seen men as dispensable. That, yeah, I can disrespect you because that would be a way of me beating you to the punch that I would cause you to leave before you left me on your own. Because the truth of the matter is, is that I needed to have companionship with men. But because of how I told that story to myself about my past, I denied that part of myself, the part of me that needed companion. And so of course I couldn't leave a man because I secretly needed him, but I could for sure position him to leave me. And so I tell that story because I want to give you a picture of how significant it is, the story you tell and how you tell it to yourself and how that keeps you attached to the pain from your past experiences, how it traps you in the fear Hence, the very walls that we build around our hearts, barricading all the pain and the trauma and the fears inside. So today we're talking about your relationship with your past. And the way that we keep that relationship with our past is there's a couple of things. First of all, we're unwilling to let go of what happened. Understandably so. When that's the only tool that we have to remind us that we are human and that we are worthy of being loved and that we weren't loved in that place, but we were hurt or we were betrayed, we use holding on to that past experience as a coping mechanism, not realizing that that form of coping is keeping us trapped in the past. And when we are trapped in our past or trapped in an event that happened in our past, we get stuck there emotionally. We get stuck there emotionally. And the only way to get unstuck emotionally and to be able to grow and to mature emotionally and mentally and spiritually is when we deal with how we are connected to our past. So I severely perceived and seen things from a place of trauma which is why I do this work, Heal and Break Free. 
because I perpetually seen from a negative induced pain filled lens. And my mission is to help as many people as I can to get free from living from a place of pain and trauma and fear. Today, we're talking about our relationship with your past. Sometimes people are on the other side of the coin and and on the other side of the coin, it can look like a couple of different things. It could look like denial. I don't see anything that happened in my past as negative or as bad. And it's not because I've transformed those things into a usable good or because of how I tell my story. It's because I have told myself I can't handle the weight of what happened to me. So I act like it didn't happen at all. And many people go through traumatic experiences that they act like never happened on the outside, but on the inside is destroying their very existence little by little, day by day. Or on the other side of that coin, there are people who are able to have a balanced view of what happened in their past. So they're able to say, you know what? This not so good thing happened, but in the midst of that not so good thing happening, this good thing happened, this good thing happened. I was so glad that we was together and they're able to create a balanced picture of what happened. And that's a healthy way of being in relationship with our past. But when we see it in extremes, like everything was all bad or everything was all good then we know that we're missing significant things. And so I want to encourage you to look back over your life and allow different memories to come up for you and pay attention to the story that you tell to yourself about that experience. And based on the story that you tell to yourself about that memory, is going to inform you of the relationship you have with your past. If you're able to identify the relationship that you have with your past, you can make a conscious assessment of whether or not it's a healthy or unhealthy relationship with your past. And if it's healthy, great. Continue on, my friend. But if it's not so healthy and you feel like you're trapped in your past trauma and you don't know how to get untrapped from it and because of what you've been through, you beat up on yourself, you condemn yourself, you judge everyone else, you isolate yourself because you don't know how to trust anyone. And at the same time, you're tired of being stuck in that place. I want to encourage you that there is a way out. But before we can seek that way out, we need to come to a place of acknowledgement to say, you know what? I don't have a healthy relationship with my past. Because the only thing I see in my past is that my mama left me, my daddy left me, my siblings betrayed me. The only thing I see in my past is that I had to live with my grandma and my grandma was mean. The only thing I see in my past was that I was molested and my dad was an alcoholic. 
And my mom was a gambler. The only thing I could see in my past is that I was an only child and I was always left home alone. If your story is just filled with pain, then that's going to help you to understand your relationship with your past. Because you can acknowledge it. And, and once you acknowledge it, then you could do something about it. You can deal with it differently. And that's why some of the work I do with my clients, I say, when we go back to this experience, we're going to find the treasures in your trauma. And I mean that with the most love, never to minimize the traumatic experience that anyone has been through in their life. But to say that I believe on your behalf, that God was present there. Not that God allowed it to happen to you because God don't love you, but that God loved you enough to help you get through it, to help you make it to the other side of the physical encounter that you went through. And how my mission here is to help you to get to the other side of the emotional trap that you're in, the mental trap that you're in, the spiritual trap that you're in to that past event in your life. And I want you to know that you deserve to be free from that thing, but you have to choose freedom. So today we're talking about your relationship with your past. I grew up in a highly volatile home as well as community, and I was taught to be violent. I'm just being transparent amongst other things. I was also taught how to love. I was taught how to cook, how to clean a home, how to be of service to visitors who entered our home. I was taught how to keep myself up, how to respect adults. I was taught many great things. I was taught how to plant flowers, pull weeds, build fences. <laughs> See, I'm able to pull those things into my story now. At first, I would just be like, no, everything was violent. Everything was dark. It was violent in our home and outside of our home. Even the kids was violent. Like That's how I would tell my story. But that's such an incomplete account of what really happened for me. Because there were so many people that God had put on my path to love me, to shepherd me, to coach me, to support me. I had friends. I had a godmother, my grandmother on my father's side, my aunties, my cousins. Oh, my goodness. Lakita and Tasha and Gino and Gennaro, like extended siblings. You feel me? We had so much fun in the midst of all of that chaos and how valuable and, and healing and freeing it is for me to include those aspects into my story. Because first of all, it's true. And when I began to include those pieces that I dismissed, it positioned my heart and my mind for healing and for freedom because it wasn't all bad. And it wasn't all good either. It was somewhere in between. So again, I want to encourage you to investigate your relationship 
with your past and understand why it's important because your relationship with your past shows up in your relationships of today. First of all, it shows up in your relationship with yourself, how you treat you, how you deal with you, how you treat other people in your life, how you believe they see you, how you show up in the world. That relationship that you have with your past plays a significant role in your today life. If you're looking to change some aspect of the way your life is going from the inside out, it's going to start with taking a deeper look at your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your pain, your relationship with your fears, and your relationship with your past. Again, I want to say to you, healing is possible. Healing is sustainable. And most importantly, healing is available to you. And your healing and your freedom is my purpose. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Intimate Conversations with Deatra Simpson. It's been a privilege and an honor to reveal myself to you, and I look forward to our next conversation. Until then, take care of you.